0: If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to BADLANDSRanch.com/slash MC901 today. 21-year-old named Jake Patterson was driving to work one day at the Sapato Cheese Factory in Wisconsin. He had been wanting something for a while, but didn't know exactly what. Getting on a school bus around the same time was a 13-year-old girl. While driving by, Jake saw her, and at that point, he knew exactly what he wanted. He wanted the girl. A plan started forming in his head. He was going to kidnap her. He was going to keep her. And nothing was going to stop him from doing this. This is the story of the kidnapping of Jamie Claus. Welcome back to Music City 911. in 2015, Jake started having fantasies of abducting a young girl. This obviously isn't something normal. If you really think about it, what kind of person sits around and one day says, I want to find a young girl and kidnap her. Not something a normal or sane person would do at all. After seeing Jamie the first time, Jake went home and thought more about what he wanted to do. Later, he went back to that house with the intent to kidnap the 13-year-old girl. He drove up, and when he saw the amount of cars that were parked at the house, he drove away, deciding it was too risky with potentially so many other people there. On another day, he did the same thing. Drove back to the house, but this time, lights were on inside the house and he saw some people walking around. He had to find a way to do this. Jake made extensive preparations to deal with any obstacles he might encounter while kidnapping Jamie. He found his father's shotgun and six shells for it. Those shotgun shells were slugs. To give you an idea of what that is, if you're not familiar with ammunition for shotguns or ammo in general, A shotgun generally shoots either birdshot or buckshot. A birdshot load is comprised of several very small, lightweight pellets that spread as the shot goes further away. Buckshot is made up of fewer, but heavier pellets to still give that spread, but penetrate the target further. A slug is simply a single large projectile shot from a shotgun. Any bullet is bad to be shot with. A 12-gauge slug is one of the worst. For comparison, most of you know or have heard of a 9mm pistol. The standard weight for one of those bullets is 115 grains. A standard 12-gauge shotgun slug weighs 437 grains. It's just a big heavy projectile that will leave a big hole and an even bigger wound channel. Before Jake left with that shotgun, he wiped everything clean while wearing gloves so there would be no evidence in the form of fingerprints on the gun or the shells. He shaved his face and head, and then showered, so there would be less chance of DNA being found at the scene from any dropped hair. To help shield his car, he stole someone else's license plate and switched it with his. He knew he was going to put Jamie in the trunk. Cars for a good while now have had safety latches in them just in case you get locked in. Then you can pull on it and get out. He removed that safety latch. He later went to Walmart to get a ski mask. He even disconnected the interior dome light in the car so it wouldn't turn on when he got in or out of the car. Before arriving back at Jamie's house, just before 1 a.m. on October 15, 2018, to do the deed, Jake put on a ski mask and a black coat. He was wearing blue jeans and some brown work boots. He pulled in the driveway of Jamie's house and exited the vehicle with a shotgun in hand. As he started walking up the driveway, a dog started barking. This woke up Jamie, who saw an unfamiliar car in the driveway. She went into her parents' bedroom to wake them up and tell them what was happening. Jamie's 56-year-old dad, James, walked to the front door with a flashlight, shining it out the window at Jake. Believing Jake may have been a police officer, James asked for Jake to show a badge. Jake raised a shotgun and aimed it at James's head. Then pulled the trigger. The door was locked, so he then shot the doorknob to the house to gain entry. The shot was heard by Jamie and her mother, Denise, which prompted them to hide in the bathroom. Jamie's mom called nine one.
1: 911, where's your somebody my
0: As you could hear in the phone call, There was not too much he could make out. A lot of screaming. The phone being shuffled around. Nothing really said. That was intelligible. Jamie and her mom were hiding in the bathroom, inside the bathtub, with the shower curtain closed, covering them. The 911 call was made from Jamie's mother, Denise, right as Jake was breaking down the door to the bathroom. He found the two of them hiding in the bathtub, with Jamie's mom grabbing and holding Jamie in a bear hug. At this point, Jake had Denise hang up the phone. The 911 operator called the number back, but got a voicemail. Officers were dispatched to where the phone call came from. They didn't know what they were going on, other than the call you just heard, which really had no info in it other than some screaming in the background. While they were en route, Jake used duct tape to restrain Denise's ankles and wrists, but not before asking her to duct tape Jamie's mouth and wrists behind her back. Once that was done, he shot Denise in her head. Jake grabbed Jamie and drug her out of the house, slipping on some blood on his way out. He wanted Jamie to walk, but realized that he had also duct taped her ankles together so she couldn't walk. He ended up picking her up and stuffed her in the trunk of the car and then drove off. Police arrived just four minutes after the phone call. Jake and Jamie were already gone, but they had just left. There's a dashcam video from one of the officers that shows Jake's red Ford Taurus pulling over on the shoulder of the road as police drove by with their emergency lights and sirens on. They missed him by around 20 seconds. After police arrived at the scene, nothing immediately stuck out as being out of place. No lights were on outside, and only one light was visible on the inside. There was no screaming like heard on that 911 call. They made an initial 360 around the house to see if anything stood out as being noticeably abnormal. When they went back around to the front of the house, they noticed the storm door was closed, but partially open due to a rug being stuck between it and the door frame. The main door to the house was opened. When the first deputy looked inside, he saw the legs of Jamie's father laying on the ground. They made entry to the house and found James with significant trauma to the face and head, consistent with a gunshot wound, with both blood splatter and brains on the wall behind him. The deputies noticed a used shotgun shell next to the body. They tried to order anyone in the house to come out, but there was no sound, no type of anything in response. Looking further in the house, they found another spent shotgun shell outside the bathroom door. They also noticed the shower curtain laying in the floor. They then found Jamie's mom, Denise, sitting in the bathtub, unresponsive. She had also suffered a gunshot wound to the head, this one so horrific that it was noted that the backside of her head and skull plate were laying next to her body in the tub. If you really think about it, obviously any kidnapping is incredibly frightening. A family or friend-style kidnapping is terrifying in its own ways. A stranger-style kidnapping like this, one where the suspect doesn't know the victim or the victim's family, it's a whole new level. There's no connection at all. Making that connection to find the suspect becomes incredibly difficult, if not impossible. Then when you add in the fact that the suspect in this is violent and willing to kill, that makes this one of the absolute worst-case scenarios. After getting Jamie back to his house, Jake took her inside and made her remove all of her clothes and then burned them to remove any evidence. Immediately following, it's a bit unclear exactly what happened, but from there, Jamie spent the next 88 days in captivity, mostly being imprisoned under a bed with weighted tote buckets and other items blocking her in, most times without food or water or any place to go to the bathroom, sometimes for long periods of time. At one point, Jake was gone for over 12 hours, and Jamie was told to hold it if she needed to go to the bathroom. The weights placed in and around the tote buckets were there, so hopefully Jamie wouldn't be able to escape, but also it would leave a sign if she tried to escape. He promised she would be hurt if she tried to escape. One time, she angered him, though she can't recall what it was that made him this way, and he hit her across the back with the handle of a duster cleaning tool. This hurt badly, and Jake promised that if anything else happened, it would be a lot worse. If Jake was there close by, he let her out, sometimes with them walking out and around the yard together, but never without him close by. The yard was very secluded, surrounded by trees. The location he kept her at was a rural country cabin around a two-hour drive away from where Jamie was abducted. In the room where she was kept, he would have music playing so it would drown out any noise that she made. This would be used especially when he had anyone over to the house so she wouldn't be heard. Police and other local officials were clueless about how to go about this. They had no leads. Very little evidence. Two people were dead, and their child vanished. It got to the point that search parties were organized to try to find Jamie and the surrounding areas by her house, all of which turned up nothing. Family and friends of the Clauses wanted answers, but there were none to give. As time went on, the more and more it looked like Jamie might never be found. Then one day, Douglas County, Wisconsin 911 dispatcher Amy Pullen answered a phone call. Just a heads up, this is a very long phone call. The county this call came in at is sparsely populated with only 44,000 people that live there and very few deputies to have to cover an area nearly three times the size of Nashville. They were coming from a long distance away.
1: Uh, no, I don't want to take her out with Douglas County, nine
2: one one.
1: one Hi, I have um, a young lady at my house right now and she just says her name is Jamie Kloss.
2: Okay. What's your address? It's in Gordon, Wisconsin. Okay. Have you seen her photo, ma'am? Yes, I think it Does, is
1: her. I 100% think it is her. Right, okay.
2: 100%. Does it look like she's going to run? No,
1: she's sitting down, she's relaxing.
2: Okay, hang on just a second. What's your name? Yep. What's your name, ma'am? Kristen
1: Kazinskis.
2: Kristen, how do you spell your last name?
1: K-A-S-I-N-S-K-A-S.
2: Okay, did she show up walking?
1: Yeah, a neighbor just walked up with her to our house and asked us to call 911.
2: Okay, hang on just a second. Are you
1: cold? Do you need a blanket or anything? Okay. Do you need anything to drink or water or anything? Okay. <laughs> Have you watched the show, Lincoln? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's their favorite. This buy some Lincoln. <laughs> That's why we like Lincoln now.
2: Kristen, I'm going to keep you on the line, okay? Okay,
1: yep, sounds good. I can barely hear this lady you'll be ready to go. Ready to go. Like, you know, like, if somebody comes to this house, you no, no, hear. I do. I do.
2: I do. I'll ready. Okay. Kristen, is the neighbor that walked her up, is she still there?
1: Yes, she is. Okay. We got, yeah.
2: She's still Can you the ask room the room. neighbor, did the female just walk up to her house, or how did she come across there? Hold
1: her? on one second. She wants to know where she came from, how you got her, et cetera. Okay. Hold on one
2: second, I'm going like
3: uh, I mean, no, yeah, to that. i okay. hi, um, here, don't, don't to you over Okay, hi, my name is Jeannie Nutter, I was, we have a cabin up here in Gordon on Oak Okay, ma'am, so
2: ma'am, And I was. ma'am, asking, yes? Okay, can I just get your name?
3: Jeannie Nutter, N-U-T-T-E-R.
2: Okay, and do you have a cabin address?
3: Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm so freaked
2: out No, that's okay. My
3: address or
2: not. that's okay. That's okay.
3: I mean, we don't, I'm not up here very often in the winter, I just happened to come up today. Okay. And I didn't want to bring her to my cabin because... So how did she
2: come up upon your cabin?
3: I was walking my dog, and we were almost home, and she was walking towards me, crying, saying, you've got to help me, you've got to help me. Okay. So I didn't want to go into my cabin because it's too close to Patterson's house. And she said her,
2: her name is Jamie Claus?
3: Yep. And when I walked into this house, they recognized her immediately from posting. Okay. Oh, I got it. So I don't, Jamie, do you know when he's going to come back? She thought he was going to come back home right, you. Who's,
2: who's going to come back?
3: What, his name is Jake Patterson jake thomas patterson she says okay hang on and apparently <laughs> $2 down from our cabin oh henry get off the couch sorry. you can just why don't you hang on to me it would really be good for you to pet a dog. and you can't get any other information as far as vehicles and if anyone else is with their still are not walking
1: into something we don't know <laughs>
3: So we're kind of scared because he might come. Yep. So if the cops could get here soon, we would block I, um, I have many deputies had it that way. I'm
2: going to keep you on the line. Okay. And she said, I am Jamie Closs.
3: Yes. She said, he killed my parents. I want to go home. Help me.
2: And what was the male's name?
3: Jake. Is it Jake? Jake Patterson? Jake Patterson.
2: And she said Jay, he killed her parents and she wants to go home?
3: Yes. She didn't know where she was. When I saw her, she was saying, where am I, where am I? And I okay. said, you're in Wisconsin.
2: And did she say he's gone right now? Yes. Are they at a cabin?
3: Well, I think it's, uh, he lives there year round.
2: And he's supposed to be back at midnight? Yes. Okay, hang on.
3: Are you okay?
1: Okay. <laughs>
2: can I get your telephone number? Do
3: you want the phone number for here?
2: Um, I have the phone number this for there, but do you have a cell phone? Are you okay? <laughs> You're kind of tying me up into the ball
1: here.
3: Okay,
2: Jeannie, I'm going to place you on hold, okay? But don't, don't hang up. I won't. Okay. Com center.
1: Sorry, I know you're busy. Is the girl with the lady that's calling it in?
2: They're with both females. The female that lives there and then the neighbor that walks her up. Okay, so nobody's at the suspect house then, huh? right? No, oh. she, she's saying the Jake is gone. And it's Jake Peterson. Patterson. Patterson. Yep, it's it's in the calls too. Oh, okay. Right. okay, I'm listening. Right. Okay, perfect, yep, bye. Yeah. Jeannie, you there? Yes. Okay. I've got multiple deputies headed out there, so I just want you to stay on the line with me, okay? Okay. Does she seem like she's going to need medical attention at all?
3: I, w- I would think yes. Okay. I I I was a social worker for thirty years. Did. That, so I yep. Would, yes.
2: Okay. What What do you think is her medical condition right now? Well, I think shock
3: and cold.
1: And
2: okay. You. Shock. A good thing happened here. Yep, just try and try and speak very calm. Okay. And it, just if she feels, just don't try to push her too much.
3: No, we're not.
2: No, I
1: want her roll stage. I'm sure we'll
2: Okay, ma'am, just stay on the line with me. I want to make right. sure they know you're not going. We don't know what we're going into. Can you tell me how many people are in the house right now?
3: Okay, there are two adults. One is one's a teacher you're a teacher, right? Um, she's a teacher at Northwood North Northwood School here in Gordon and her husband is here and there are two kids. There are two dogs, my dog and me. Okay. So there's three kids here. Yeah, I
1: don't
2: want to Ma'am, my deputy, she just wants you to lock the doors.
3: Okay, they would like us to lock the doors and not open the door for anybody but them.
2: Yep, and don't let the dogs out or anything, just everybody stay inside until I can get deputies there. Okay. Okay, and I'm just gonna start paging out medical. I'm gonna have them stage in the area because I don't want anybody to come up into the house.
1: Okay. Until
2: the deputies get there, but I want them in the area, okay? Okay. Okay, just one moment.
1: Two I'm still hiding around you don't have
3: us in yet. I need you.
2: Yeah. you? you the good boy. Thank you. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> what's, what's
3: that? Oh. I'm sorry. I hit speakerphone. while I was trying to take my coat off. I love this room.
2: <laughs> it's a good room for you to
1: come It's that do that's it's like or
2: 90 or something like that. Is this a cell phone that you're on, Jeannie? No, I'm okay. on... Okay.
3: I'm, in the I'm on a landline phone here. Okay, perfect. I just don't want it
2: to die. I was going to have you plug it in. Hang on no, just a it
3: won't die. Okay. Landlines never die. <laughs> I know, I barely get one bar. That's why I, we've been walking all over trying to find a place with a phone. I know, because when I walk, first walked by, I didn't see your car. No, you don't get on the couch. It's going to be okay. <laughs> It's
1: okay, Henry. Jeannie?
2: Yes? Did she state how far away the house or the cabin is that she was at?
3: When I found her, it
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Hang on just a second. (laughs)
1: Four,
3: because there's... No, it's just the between, there's just one house between you and me. Right. <laughs> house next to us, and then his house. Can you find out where this is supposed to be? Okay. Okay.
2: Did she say where Jake is?
3: You don't know where Jake is, right? She has no idea where he is. She told me that when he leaves her, she doesn't know that he's gone. He turns the music up real loud. Sometimes he has people come over to watch her. Or, oh, people to come over. He's pushed you, hides you under a bed. He hi- has hidden her under a bed. He's the only one that lives there.
2: Okay. Does she remember how far she was walking before she met you? up with you? Did
3: you just leave, your help, leave his house when you found me? She was like maybe a hundred yards from my cabin. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. If you get hot, you take it off, but I just
2: feel like You need that. Does she, does she seem comfortable right now? Yeah. Okay. have her
3: wrapped up in a blanket.
1: Okay,
2: perfect. Does she, do we know what type of vehicle or if he works anywhere?
3: Does he work? He doesn't work. And I asked her what kind of car it was. It's a red? He used to be in the military. It's a red yeah,
2: I'm sorry, he used and to be in the military? Used, there's
3: a bunch of cars in his driveway. I mean, I've, I've walked by that place I can't tell you how many times this year. Oh, you know where it
2: is? I know right where the it there is. There I there I walk well, around the My husband walks around the
3: block. Yeah, the plugged-in snowman.
2: Do you know what road it's on?
3: It's on Oak Claire Acres Road. It's re- It's on the same road I live on. So he lives two doors down from me.
2: Do you know Jake?
3: No. No, he's never really been. I mean, we only come up here if I cabin. We only come up here periodically, but he's never been friendly or talked to me, and, and we've been here four years. Okay, have you seen him, though? No. Okay. I don't even know what he looks like.
2: From your place? I mean, hang on a second. I'm going to go back here. Okay. Yep, that's the one that I've got deputies coming to you guys right now. I'm asking where you live or your cabin. Okay. Yeah, and from your... You I'm sorry, Jeannie, from she your cabin.
3: His She said... He, all the people that hang out at his house apparently do not know who she is.
2: Okay. From the house that you're at right now. Yeah. Where would that place be?
3: Okay, there's.
2: I'm gonna hang up. Let me pull up the map, and I'm gonna kind of walk it through okay. with you here. Okay, so you're you're on the Eau Claire Acres Circle.
3: Eau Claire Acres Circle. So, I, what is it? Kazinskis, Yeah can't ever pronounce it, but I see it. Yeah,
2: so I from where you're at.
3: Then there's a house next to them. Then there's my blue oh. A frame. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm going
2: to pull up a better map. This one okay. isn't very good. Okay. So where you're at, is there like a little. Is it like a long driveway or like a U driveway? Yeah, it's a U driveway here, right?
3: L- like an yeah. in, in and
2: out, okay. So if you were walking out of the driveway to go to that Jake's place, would you go you're to the right? right? Left. Okay. You would
3: go left, and then you would walk past one house, then there would be our cabin, then there would be another house, a cabin, people are hardly ever there. Then there's Jake's house.
2: Okay, is it right, like on the corner on the left?
3: It's on a corner.
2: Okay. And that's a and there house. Are
3: many, many cars in the driveway. Is that supposed to children. still there? There was like a a big plug-in snowman at the end of the driveway. I tell you, we've been coming here four years. I've never seen
2: this face. Oh, okay. And there's a plug-in, what did you say?
3: Like a plug-in snowman at the driveway.
2: At the driveway?
3: Yeah, at Jake's driveway.
2: And multiple cars?
3: Yeah, multiple cars. And the driveway, I just walked by it because I. when I go on the walk with my dog, I walk the Oak Ridge Acres Circle, and I just noticed he hadn't really plowed his driveway. It was just kind of swept at the end. So. Okay. I can hardly breathe, actually.
2: Yep. No, nope, I understand.
3: Whoa! Well, my dog just got on her lap. Okay. Why? I. I. Twenty-two
1: is responding as Well, well, out of our control
3: doesn't have any shoes. She's wearing his tennis shoes. What size shoes do you wear?
2: Okay, and all the doors are locked?
3: Yes, all the doors are
2: locked. Okay, so I'm just going to let you know, when the deputies pull up, um, they're going to give me instructions on, you know, if somebody to come to the door, how they want to handle it. Okay. So if you- I- Go ahead.
3: What is your first name? I feel sure. Peter's parents might be coming here in the middle no,
2: of the No, 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 He needs to call him right now and okay. tell them do not go. Not to come? I can't.
3: Okay, they need to do not come. Okay, okay he's going to try to get a hold of him. Yeah, they need to not. I can't have anybody showing
2: up at that house right now.
3: We have such crappy cell service here. No,
2: nope, I understand.
3: So he's going to try to call them yep. and tell them not to come.
2: Absolutely, he needs to, yeah to 22. And if they show up before the deputies, you guys need to tell them to leave right away.
1: Okay. Go ahead.
2: And what was his name? Peter?
1: Peter. I know what you mean about trying to drive, but since you're ahead of me. I just wanted to let you know uh, probably something we want to cut down for a bit out so we don't tip someone off. Copy that. What are you? Okay a bad stretch out east here, and then I'll try
3: to catch back up with
1: you. Did, did he get a hold of his parents? Yes. Okay, perfect. perfect. You
3: don't have a shirt on under there, do you? Yeah. Okay, all right. be cold.
1: you. They're
3: communicating okay. through the door.
2: They're not far down the road, okay? Okay. There, will so,
3: so be a dog barking. So, I'm sorry. Y- is
2: there any way? Can you ask the homeowners, um, to maybe put? I need the dogs to be put in like a shut room.
3: Okay. Okay. Because there's gonna be a lot of deputies coming in? Okay. Or
2: if if it's small enough that you can hold it. He'll be fine.
3: Okay. Or okay. okay. Okay, you guys stay in here, honey. I'm sorry.
2: It's just there's gonna be a lot of commotion and sometimes okay. dogs react oh, differently. Secured. Okay, perfect.
3: I mean, my dog still might bark because he's never been in here before. Are they close? We're nervous.
2: They're, they're close. They're, they're, hang on a second. They're on Y right now. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. They're
3: on Y. Okay. And I went for a walk at the right time. You, did. you did. Yeah, they're, they're okay.
1: guys were home, thank God. And is this uh, address? Suspect,
3: Can
2: you see the suspect's house from where you're at?
3: No, because the road kind of curves. The road curves. So we're, Peter's house is close to Y.
2: Okay. And
3: then it, it's just too curvy. We can't, and there's, it's very woody here. They'll see that when they get here. Okay. But I can't see his house from our cabin.
2: Okay. Because I'm not sure what they're going to do if they're, a couple of them are going to come to where you're at, and then a couple of them go to the suspect house. I'm not exactly, they haven't told me what they're going to do yet, so we're just kind of waiting here.
1: Okay. Okay. Perfect.
3: thanks. 18 hey, to uh, 29. Okay? I'm behind you then, too. Don't
2: think, I don't want you to be scared. Great,
3: What was she saying to you? I was just asking her if she was afraid, and she said no.
2: She did, okay, good.
3: I told her well, you guys
2: are doing a good job of keeping her comfortable. And you're
3: doing a good job of keeping
2: us calm. <laughs> uh, that's why we're here. I know you've done a lot. Can
1: you try to get a suspect vehicle description in case
2: we see that? Yep. Jake. And you said the car that Jake drives. Did she, she tell you it's a red car? Red? Right? Is that
3: what you said? Do you know what kind of car? She has no
2: idea.
3: But it's red. But there's like I don't
2: know,
3: maybe eight cars in his driveway. Okay. Does
2: he have a dog? Are you guys all in, like, the living room, or where are you guys at in the house right now?
3: Well, I was just making sure my dog was not scratching their door. So we're okay. all in the living room. When, when, when they drive in the circle driveway, they'll see a porch, a white porch with a Christmas tree. Okay. And the blue car is parked, in the, parked in, by the garage, and then the door is on the side of the house. Okay.
1: Do you want Peter to
2: be outside? No. No. Nope, nope. Everybody needs to stay inside. I, I know he wants to help, but they're just kind of figuring out um, who's going to go where right now.
3: Okay. And saying that he's going to be home at midnight is not a for sure thing. Okay. He doesn't know where he went or what he does. Right. Yes. Okay, it's, I see lights. Good, maybe somebody's here. Okay, there,
2: somebody's here. Okay, wait a minute. It's
3: a police officer. Though. You oh, can yeah, see? Address. Yep, yep. No, you has got to stay here. To how are we to let them in? Do you want to... Do you want... We need to let them in, right?
2: Hang on, I'm just asking them right now. 18, no, 29 and 22. Okay, Is was there a deputy that knocked on the door or you just saw him in the driveway?
3: They're in the house. The cops are in the house. Oh, they're in there with you? Yes. Yeah, they just came
2: in. Okay, Janie. Perfect. Then I can let you go as long as the deputies are with you guys. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Good job. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: The dispatcher in this call did an incredible job asking all the pertinent questions as well as trying to figure out where Jamie was being held and any potential suspect information. She stayed on the line until deputies got there, fearing the safety of Jamie as well as anyone around her, especially with keeping in mind that the suspect had killed before and that the suspect may be very close by. They wanted no one else in or out of that house until deputies arrived. The way Jamie escaped, Jake told her he would be gone for five or six hours, and made her go under that bed like usual. This time, Jamie was able to push those tote bins and weights away, then put on some of his clothes and shoes. She left and then saw the caller on the 911 call walking her dog. As you heard there in the call, the person on the phone found Jamie walking. When she walked up to Jamie, she said, I'm Jamie Claus. I don't know where I am. He killed my parents. Please help. I want to go home. She was found with matted hair and messy clothes, wearing men's shoes on the wrong feet, and was barely able to walk in them. This was January tenth, 2019, in the middle of nowhere in freezing cold Wisconsin. Instead of going back to her house, she went immediately to a neighbor she knew and brought Jamie with her. When deputies got there to the scene, they almost immediately removed her to get her further to a safe location. Other deputies arrived in the area as well and started looking for that red car. As one of them was driving the area, a car matching the description was spotted. A traffic stop was conducted and they ordered the driver to raise his hands and then open the door. When deputies approached the car, they asked for the driver's name. He replied, Jake Patterson. As he was asked to step out of the vehicle, Jake said he knew what all this was about and said, I did it. When police took Jake into custody, he was transported back to the police station for questioning. He confessed to everything. The killing of Jamie's parents. Told police how he found and then planned to take Jamie. Absolutely everything was discussed. He admitted to all of it. The question of if there was any type of sexual misconduct that might have happened during this time that Jake held Jamie hostage was brought up. Jake said he initially had thoughts, but never acted on them. Because he felt bad because she was an orphan since both of her parents were killed. Having confessed freely to everything else and no indication given by Jamie that anything like that happened, police believed his statement. Jake pled guilty to two counts of murder and one count of kidnapping and was sentenced to two life sentences without parole for the murders and 25 years for the kidnapping. He will never leave prison for the rest of his life. Jamie now lives with her aunt and uncle. This is something she's still trying to put the pieces back together, and it's something she'll not soon be over, if it ever happens, but she is trying to move on. Now it's been noted that she started to participate in school activities and has started dancing again. Everyone was incredibly happy that Jamie was found safe. If you'd like to support the show, there are several ways to do that. First and most importantly, share it with everyone. Tell your friends and co-workers about it. Anyone you think might like it. You can also leave a 5-star review on whatever podcast app you're listening on. Also become a supporter over at Patreon for ad-free and bonus episodes. And pick up a t-shirt or a hoodie. Or any other item over at my merch store found at musiccity911.com. Follow the show on all social media which are listed in the show notes, and come join the discussion group over on Facebook so we can chat about the ins and outs of this case and any other you'd like to discuss. That's going to do it for this one. Until next time, for Music City 911, I'm Brandon, and y'all have a good un.